What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Hernishan, joined as always by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting and at Downtown Sports Network, Devin Jackson. Devin, how are you doing today, man? Doing pretty well, man. Uh, Monday morning, or well, afternoon now, not Monday morning, but uh, obviously this is going to release uh, probably Wednesday, but good, man. Uh, draft coverage way behind us now uh starting to look into the 2021 class and um starting to dive into that a little bit and just getting ready for the summer uh it's the summer of unknowns so definitely definitely Um, oh good no 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 i'm gonna let you finish that my bad Uh, (laughs) i was gonna just say uh i mean we don't know what's gonna happen football wise um for the fall so you know, just sticking to prospects is probably the best. But man, that would suck for you know players, especially if they don't get their you know a lot of these juniors and seniors don't get their chance to put a stamp on the season. You know, should football not be around in in the fall? So for we'll sure, see. Man. For sure, man. I mean, like like you said, very uncertain times. We're clamoring for things to do on this podcast so if you guys have ideas you can always send them our way we're very um very active on twitter uh very interactive as well uh but you know today we're not focused on 2021 because it's just i mean god man it's it's may 11th when we're recording this it's a little little too early to go too in depth and have a big conversation on 2021 and that will happen eventually probably in around june july uh hopefully when what's going on in the world starts kind of settling down and we can get back to some sense of normal. But today we want to hop in the DeLorean. We want to go back to just a couple years ago. You know, it's in the news now. Guys are getting their uh, the fifth-year options given out to them. Uh, I mean, we're looking at a, the 2017 draft where four out of the top five players didn't get their fifth-year option given to them. So... There are there are some definite hits in this class. There are some definite misses in this class, and there's some late round, you know, some like mid to late round guys that have really made a name for themselves. That if you could go back and do it all again, I think that we would see 2017 drafted a little bit different. So that's what we're gonna do today. We're redrafting the 2017 NFL draft. I'm pretty sure I have it on good authority. That Mitchell Trubisky will not be the first quarterback taken in the Absolutely class. not. Now, before we get into that, I have a confession to make, Devin. So I've never been the greatest at evaluating quarterbacks, and I think 2017 really put the stamp on that for me because if you're if you had Mitchell Trubisky QB one, raise your hand, raise his hand. Yeah, I I did. I did. Uh, I'm not proud of it. I was wrong. I was very wrong. Uh, he was like, I want to say like 13th or something on my board. And Deshaun Watson was like 15th. And if I could go back and do that again, uh, it would look a lot different. I nailed Marshawn Lattimore as cornerback one though. Uh, and to this day, I tweeted it out. He's he's tied for the highest graded corner grade I've ever given with Jeff Okuda. So, 
So that's what we're going to do today, Devin. We are looking at the 2017 draft. We're going to redo it. We're actually going to redo it not from the way Wikipedia has it uh, after some trades went down. We're going with as the draft, like as soon as the Browns were put on the clock, that's the draft order we're going. Because some things happened that, um, well, revisionist history would not happen now. Some trades wouldn't be possible now. So, um, let's jump into this. So, you're going to take uh, the odds or you're going to take the evens? Evens. All right. So, that means I'm on the clock number one, the Cleveland Browns. Now, there's two ways that we can go about this, Devin. The Browns in 2018 drafted Baker Mayfield number one overall. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the 2017 draft, they were either going to go Miles Garrett or they were going to go a quarterback. It's really hard to not go with one of those quarterbacks, but the Browns really liked Miles Garrett, and it's not like he's been a total flop. I think that if we were to redo this, if I'm the Browns, I would still hedge my bets and go with Miles Garrett number one overall. So that's what I'm going to do. I do not blame you. Uh, I think that's, I think that's the pick. Um, I think Miles Garrett's talent, while we're still waiting for it to unlock, uh, there's no guarantee that you pick Mahomes or Watson that they will thrive in Cleveland. We've seen how Cleveland quarterbacks have done. Exactly. Also, fun fact: Miles Garrett only a day older than yours truly. Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I got the second pick, um, and it is the San Francisco 49ers. It's not the Chicago Bears who traded up to two uh, in the actual draft, but they uh, they stay they stay put in this draft uh, per se, and they uh, originally picked Solomon Thomas, uh, who really hasn't panned out. Um, and if they were looking for like an edge type of guy before they got Joe, uh, Nick Bosa, um, I think the best one that win the first round, uh, probably, uh, TJ Watt. Oh, so I got, I got TJ Watt as the, the number two overall pick. All right. I see spoiler. I'm, I'm going to take you a little bit behind the curtain here for a second. Um, Devin, I want you to go back to, to 2017. So a fresh faced, 22-year-old, or 21-year-old Devin Jackson, and a 21-year-old Mike Hernishan, and I remember being told by everyone under the sun that I was crazy because I didn't see anything in Solomon Thomas. I had a round two grade on him, and I said that he only did well in one game, and flash forward to 2020, and I could not look more right, man. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he has not been great. He, I had him in the thir- I had him in the forties, and people were like, "No," I'm like, "Yeah, he he did well in one game, guys. If you watch the rest, he he really didn't do much." Um, now I have a question for you. What's up? Did you consider quarterback for the Niners because they I, didn't have Jimmy G yet? I did consider a quarterback, but uh, just based on how they like to build their teams, they're not really well. They drafted CJ Beathard like later. But I just don't think they they were willing to to go ahead and go full hedge in on quarterbacks, um, and it would have been very hard to turn it down. I mean, Deshaun Watson in the 49ers uniform, 
that is that will be beautiful. Our, but, our guy Matt Miller would would cry tears of joy if that if that happened, man. For sure. But I I decided to go ahead and go with T.J. Watt. He's been super super productive uh, with the Steelers, and he's been a game wrecker. And I think that's what the 49ers were thinking in Solomon Thomas. So I think that they still get the pass rusher they want, and they actually get someone that was super, super productive. All right. So I'm back on the board now with uh, the third pick. And there's been there's been some takes about Chicago lately as to who they spoke to, who they didn't speak to, you know, you know, uh, you know in the draft process. Quite frankly, I don't really care who they spoke to. They We know they picked the wrong guy now. Mitch Trubisky's fighting for his job with Nick Foles. And, God, I, I mean, he just never took that step anyone expected. He took a massive step back. He was getting mocked by Pat Mahomes in a Kansas City versus Chicago game. But... Uh, there was so much that went into making Pat Mahomes a success and why he worked in Kansas City. I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson, third overall to the Bears. In this scenario, they definitely have spoken to Deshaun Watson, and they take him. Yeah, I, I agree with the Mahomes. I know a lot of people are listening. It's like, why didn't he take Mahomes? But let's, let's be honest, man. Mahomes was was good coming out of college, but he didn't get refined until he got to got with Andy Reid in Kansas City that really unlocked his talent. Uh, you can't really trust the Bears. You can't really trust the Browns. You can't really trust organizations that have proven that they don't have great quarterback play. Like, they, they just historically are not known for great quarterback play. So, in my mind, that I think that's the right pick because you can't, you can't project success, like, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it has to be the perfect fit with a, a team that's going to build around them. So I can't disagree with that at all. So you're now back on, on, the, on the clock with the Jacksonville Jaguars at four. Well, they took Leonard Fournette. Uh, this was a team that was basically a few pieces away from starting to put it together. Blake Boris wasn't god-awful yet. Um, he was bad. But he was he was able to do enough for them to win games. Um, I mean, you have to consider quarterback at this point, but it's only a couple years under Bortles, so I don't think they they completely fly off the haywire. But they they're going after a running back, and I don't think Leonard Fournette really fit Jacksonville Jaguars. He really didn't. <clears throat> so I'm gonna go with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he provides Bortles a better option. Um, out of the backfield. He's more versatile. He can do a little bit of everything with him. And it's just a better fit, in my opinion, than Leonard Fournette, who is just strictly give me 20, 25 carries a game, let me run downhill, and I'll take you to the finish line at the end of the game. He's not a guy that's going to come out of the backfield and catch 50, 60 passes a season. Uh, He can catch occasional screen, but I think McCaffrey, just how dynamic he is, how many different positions you can put him at, I think Jacksonville offense with him intact unlocks. Sure thing, man. 
And it's kind of funny. We got through four picks, and we're still at the same positions for all of these teams. We've gone defensive end. So we've gone edge rusher. Niners still went with an edge rusher. Bears still went with a quarterback. And the Jaguars still went with a running back. Now we're with the Titans. Now this was uh, back in 2017. If I remember correctly, this was a uh, uh, the following year from the Goff trade. So that's why the Titans ended up with two first-rounders. Uh, so this was originally from the Rams. Um, and then they were just terrible in Goff's first season. Uh, so the Titans ended up looking really good with that uh, top five pick. Took Corey Davis, who was one of my guys that year, and is one of those guys that has not had that fifth-year option uh, applied to. Uh, just never really quite latched on the way you thought. Now, there's two ways I'm thinking about this, Devin. Mariota was good. But was he good enough? But then again, that coaching staff, this is still under uh, Mike Malarkey, mm-hmm. I believe. So he would he would not have fit in, in, a, in, a, in a system like that. Absolutely. But, and I mean, I love Jamal Adams, but I don't know if that would have been a great scheme fit for that either. They did go corner later in round one, but I think that they definitely should have potentially gone corner at pick five. That's where I'm going. I'm going with Marshawn Lattimore, fifth overall. I had a feeling you might do that. Uh, you said that he was your DB1 that year, and he ended up being DB1. He was um, like, I, if I remember correctly, because unfortunately the file that that uh, big board is on got corrupted, I want to say he was like my fourth or fifth overall player that year. I know Garrett was one. Adams was two. He might have even been... Uh, Garrett? Yeah, he was, like, top five for sure. I can't exactly remember where he went, like, where he was overall, but he was up there. I think, yeah, there there were some bad ones. Like, I had Reuben Foster in the top four. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'll take things that age, like, like month-old milk for a thousand. Sheesh. Yeah, um, I can't disagree with that. I mean, Titans ended up getting a Dory Jackson, and he really hasn't been the guy that they thought he was going to be, to be honest. Well, uh, they, they picked up his option, but I think that we we can say that Mar- Marshawn Lattimore is better than the Dory Jackson. It oh, was sure. like, I want to say it was like hamstring or calf issues that caused uh, Lattimore to fall. Right. Yeah, so... I think knowing what we know now, we, we just don't care about that, and he still goes five. New York Jets, sixth overall. I think that I know where you're going to go with this one. The pick was good. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just looking back to see what people were saying back in 2017 about what were the dra- Jets draft needs. And uh, one of them said quarterback, uh, like offensive line corner safety um just based on right now um and what teams know i don't think the jets go after patrick mahomes um they're just another team that i feel like we're trying to get other pieces and i think that if watson made it to them possibly but jamal adams how good he is and especially what he's done since he's been there, like looking at it now, I think you have to stay with Jamal Adams as a pick at six. 
yeah, there's just there's nothing wrong with that pick. He's done well, and I mean, like I said, maybe if he landed at a different spot or like a quarterback that made more sense. I mean, the the problem with Jamal Adams with the Jets is they just don't seem to value Jamal Adams. Like, yeah, which is right. psycho. But it is, it is, it is, is. is Gase, though, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, the, the L.A. Chargers. Now, m- one of my best friends is a diehard Chargers fan. And so if you're looking at it, Mike Williams is a pick. He's he's done all right. He's definitely come into his own in the past couple years. And I remember we were going back and forth, like, well, what if it's John Ross? What? And, like, the Chargers had all these guys, and you knew even back then that, that Rivers wasn't going to be going forever. But the problem is that Phillip Rivers would not let the Chargers draft a quarterback early because he didn't want to mentor anyone. Why not just make that secondary even scarier with the, with the, the thought of who was coming out in the next year's class? Let's go Malik Hooker and get absolutely insane. I know that the, that the Colts haven't picked up his option, but Malik Hooker coming out of college was so much fun. And he's, he's been good for the Colts. He's just been injury prone. Now, I realize that sending him to the Chargers, who for like the better part of a decade, everybody gets hurt on that team, is maybe not the wisest decision, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they have the worst. They have one of the worst injury histories. I don't know how it's like. D- didn't matter whether it was San Diego, whether it was LA. If you played for the Chargers, you got hurt. Like, it just didn't make sense at all. It, no, it didn't. Uh, you're on the clock, Carolina. McCaffrey's off the board now. There are some needs for the Panthers. Well, I'm including thinking- running back, wide receivers, a need. Well, I'm looking at like this was not not a, a very uh, highly thought about uh, receiver class. Looking looking at who got picked, uh, you got Mike Williams there. That's an option for me. Uh, shoot, Juju Smith Schuster is an option, even though he's way in round two. Um, but I'm also trying to think about like what are the teams thought of these players. You know what I'm saying? But uh, if you could go back, I think we would agree that some of these guys are going higher. Yeah. I don't know if Smith-Schuster goes top 10. I think he maybe goes first round, but not top 10 in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to go with Mike Williams. Uh, I don't think the the running backs available right now, and just based on, you know, Alvin Kamara was another player that really didn't get utilized that much in college. So you really didn't know what he had. And up until the Panthers got Christian McCaffrey, they they didn't their running backs were just like pretty much power guys. Like they really didn't go after no. multi skill guys, you know. Uh, and they need a receiver badly. <laughs> Throwing the Ted Ginn Jr. and whoever else they had on the roster, they I later think Calvin Benjamin was still yeah there. Calvin Benjamin. Um, they drafted Curtis Samuel later in the second round. Um, I think they. You know, with, you, you try to decide between Corey Davis and Mike Williams, but Mike Williams injury prone uh, since he's been with the Chargers, but he's been he's been a solid solid uh, contribution to the Chargers. So I think Carolina picks Mike Williams. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Man, this next one's a little bit tough because this is uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. When they were still actually good. Now, John Ross at nine was bad, man. You had a, a small, you had a small guy that was injury prone going, going nine. I liked John Ross, and I still thought that was a reach. I did not. Th- I remember doing a, a, a roundtable mock draft, and he did not go in round one because of that. And I'm trying to think. I, I I'm I'm stalling because I'm trying to figure out whether or not he was on the roster yet. But if so, um, this could end up being a huge coup for the Bengals. And I don't remember what year he was drafted, and it's not really letting me. Uh, stupid Google. <laughs> uh, he he was drafted the year before, and the idea of, of pairing these two guys together, letting them grow together, is just too much to pass up. I'm going with Marlon Humphrey for the Bengals to pair with William Jackson III. Mm. So we have still gone through... A ridiculous nine picks, and Pat Mahomes is still available. But the slot where he went is right here. Does Kansas City trade up, or does Buffalo maybe take him? Let me look up some real quick. <laughs> I want to see something. Interesting. I did not expect it to go this way. Well, considering this is the year before they picked Josh Allen. I think the Bills pull the trigger on Mahomes. So we go in Mahomes at 10 to the Bills. And here's the thing. So, yes, it is ridiculous that Pat Mahomes has made it to the 10th pick. However, there were a lot of unknowns with Pat Mahomes. If if you actually go back and you watch Pat Mahomes' college tape, you see a lot of like, oh my god, only Pat Mahomes can make that throw. Just like you see when you watch him on Sundays. But he was not ready to start right away. Yeah, I agree. Um, actually, let me let me hold on that pick. Let me think for a second because I'm looking who the Bills actually got and they went after a corner. Um, I'm not sure who was a starting quarterback at the time for the Bills. Uh, what, what year was this? 17. 20, 20, uh, 2017, right? Yeah. All right. Well, why don't I, why don't I figure that out? 2017 Buffalo. Because I'm thinking, because, like, based on who they actually drafted, I don't know if they were looking for a quarterback. Let me see who their quarterback was. They, uh... They had Tyrod. They didn't really want Tyrod. Hmm. I will say Mahomes to the Bills, but I just don't know. All right, hang on. Their quarterbacks that year were Tyrod Taylor, EJ Manuel, and Cardale Jones. Does that does that make that decision a little easier? Uh, no. No, because they're just not known for developing quarterbacks. They're not. But this would have been, I believe, yeah, this is uh, Anthony Lynn. What was the? Okay, so Sean McDermott. What this was the same offseason that Sean McDermott became their head coach. So it's the same guy that would go and Brandon Bean 
who, by the way, Brandon Bean came from Kansas City. Hmm. If I remember correctly, Brandon Bean... No, he was the Panthers. Okay. Uh, but it's that same mindset that they looked at with Josh Allen, who had a lot of the same types of questions as Mahomes, yeah. just not as accurate. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm... I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We can't go through a redraft and have Mahomes fall further than he actually did. Well, I'm being selfish because I'm trying to get him to fall to the Saints. Oh, I'm not taking him for the Saints. Because <laughs> because, because the Saints were going to draft Mahomes before he got picked, before Kansas City traded up and got him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Mahomes to the Bills. Yeah, yeah. I still can't believe that in a redraft. We, we got Mahomes going... Going, going behind Watson, which in hindsight that don't that don't really like Watson's still an MVP caliber player too. But Mahomes actually is and is a Super Bowl champion. Oh, we're about to cripple the Houston Texans. Oh yeah, the Texans are boned. Um, all right, who is next? It is your New Orleans Saints who had two first round picks that year. This was theirs. And I believe the second one came from Brandon Cooks, right? Yeah. I legitimately forget Brandon Cooks played for New Orleans most of the time. (laughs) All right. So at 11, they went with Marshawn Lattimore. He's not there anymore, which is, oh, that's depressing because, again, Marlon Humphrey is also gone. Sheesh. But I'll tell you, is Tredavious White... Going LSU in their backyard. Is he going to make that same impact that Marshawn Lattimore had? These two have been connected their whole career. Think about how good this cornerback class was for a second. Holy crap. Because you got Shaquille Griffin, who was a pro bowler in round three. And you got three pro bowlers in, in round one at the same position. And it's not quarterback. Sheesh. Yeah, it's it's been Whew. Uh, only... I'm doing it. I'm I'm doing it. I'm going Tredavious White at eleven, man. I just know the Saints have a reputation for not taking LSU players around one. Oh I know. <laughs> but, oh I, I know. But they, they needed a corner bad. They desperately did, and when you got three go off the board early. Because the, the Saints had a historically bad defense in two thousand sixteen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. All right, so it, it when the real draft happened, Cleveland had this pick, decided to trade out of Deshaun Watson. Wow. So, so <laughs> Houston could come up. So this is Cleveland again. Sashi Brown, would you, like a, would you like a mulligan? Now, unfortunately for you, Sashi Brown, both quarterbacks that are actually good are off the board. But there's a hometown kid. There's still Mitch Trubisky. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Did do they have offensive tackle needs? I know they still had Joe Thomas, right? Uh, no, I think he was gone by then. Hang on, let me. Uh, 2016 Cleveland Browns. Oh boy, this was the 0 16 team. They had needs everywhere. Um, <laughs> let me see what their roster looked like. Oh, good God, this is this. All right. Offensive lineman. Yeah, they had Sean Cole. Oh, no. Joe Thomas had just retired. 
Yeah, this was Joe Tom. Oh no, Joe Tom's played one more year. He played the 2017 season. But man, okay, here was their offensive line: Alvin Bailey, Sean Coleman, Spencer Drango, Cam Irvin. I Irving. I forgot he was a Brown. Um, Anthony Fabiano, Gabe Eichard, Austin Pastor, and one year left of Joe Thomas. Hmm. I'm looking to see uh, their receiving core wasn't great. Uh, Mario Alford, Corey Coleman, Andrew Hawkins, Richard Higgins, Ricardo Lewis, and Terrell Pryor. Damn. It's a bad roster from top to bottom, man. Demario Davis is on this roster? Oh my god. He he revitalized his career after leaving that. I would too. To be honest. Um this is such a tough pick because they This is such a bad team. They literally suck at every position. But <laughs> beginning beginning Their best the, player might be Duke Johnson at this point, other than Joe Thomas. But getting uh Mitch Trubisky is not gonna help this team. Um <laughs> Let me look, let me look who else was selected in the first round and, and try to figure it out. Um, there we got D end, Hooker's off the board, Humphrey's off the board, Lattimore's off, No Mahomes, Trey White's off the board. Do you go wide receiver? Damn, they had three first round picks. Or no, no, they traded back. They traded back to get David Njoku. Uh, that was probably hmm. their best pick that draft. Yeah, I'm giving them Ryan Ramchick. Ryan Ramchek? Yeah. Okay. I considered Ramchek at, at 11. Yeah, I'm going to give him Ryan Ramchek. I don't remember how to spell Ryan Ramchek's name, but... R-A-M-C-Z-Y-K. That's right. Y'all say Z. Say Z. <laughs> oh, there's no S in, in his last name. Oh, okay. That, there's where I made my mistake. All right. Yeah, it's been so long since I had to type that name out. <laughs> All right. So at pick 13, this is the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I like Tassan Reddick coming up, but he just, again, it's that same mentality with the Cardinals, which scares me with Isaiah Simmons to this day. It's that kind of positionless linebacker that they've never been able to develop. Dayon Buchanan, who they took in round one. Hassan Reddick, who they took in round one. Stop doing this, Arizona. Just Stop. It, it's it's infuriating, and I'm, I'm taking a look at their roster, and, man, I'll tell you, Arizona's always a frustrating team. They're just, they're just always a frustrating team. Okay, their quarterbacks, they, oh, God, man, they, they should have looked at quarterback in this draft. Yeah. They really should have, because... Carson Palmer, Drew Stanton, Zach Dysert does not instill confidence. Like, at all. They also should have looked offensive line, but they, I mean, DJ Humphreys. They really like DJ Humphreys. They still really like DJ Humphreys. They had just taken, they had just taken Kim Dichi. I think they had just traded Calais Campbell. Man. What a weird roster this is, man. This is a weird roster. I know that they don't, that Arians doesn't value tight ends, which, I mean, George Kittle would make, can you imagine George Kittle playing for Arizona? 
If My only goodness. if only Bruce Arians cared about tight ends at all. You know what? I'm gonna pull the trigger on a guy that they drafted in round two. I'm giving them Buddha Baker. Mm. And the reason I'm giving them Buddha Baker, they took him in round two. He's made more impact than their round one player than their round one pick. Is it a little early? Maybe. Do I really care? No. He fits. He's. It doesn't matter who's been the head coach there. It's worked for him. He's just he, draft good football players, man. Yep, I agree. I so agree. I, I yeah, I didn't think I was gonna make that pick, but uh, oh man, yes. Okay, this was probably this might have been the last year that the Eagles actually had a good good first round pick. And even at the time, it wasn't considered that great. So, who can't wait to do this one? Oh fuck you! <laughs> luckily, luckily they had Carson Wentz. Yeah, because so, man, Mr. Trubisky to the Eagles. Woo. Nah, I'm just, I'm just. I know you wanted. To, I know you. I know you desperately want to do that. I know you desperately want to do that. Oh, looking man. at some of the players that like. Man, I'll tell you, a Juju or Alvin Kamara? Oh. Get, or a Chris Godwin? Mm. So many options that you to go with. Dude, th- this this wide receiver class in round one has not... Uh, Mike Williams has been the best of the three, and he's not made really... Near like, the impact that some he, of the later round some of the guys. guys later did. Hmm. Man, Kenny Galladay. I remember hating that pick at the time because I thought his tape was on in college was average at best. But he's he's been good for the Lions. Hmm. Dude, this running back class. Yeah, I mean, it was still good. It was just it wasn't good with Leonard Fournette. No. Uh, yeah, that's why Fournette's going to continue to fall. Yeah. Um, I wait, would legit wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 2000. Wait, the Eagles just won a Super Bowl. No, they didn't. Why does it say then a 2000? Oh. You're, if you're clicking on the 20, if you click on the name on like Wikipedia for the 2017 season. Oh, yeah, that's the year they that. won. Yeah. So oh. They had just, they had just, this was Wentz's first year, and I think they went like, uh, this is actually the pick from uh, Minnesota because this was a Sam Darnold trade. Sam <laughs> sorry, no, sorry Sam Bradford trade they got a first round pick for a beaten down Sam Bradford yikes <laughs> yikes <laughs> um I'm thinking for the Eagles uh I'm looking at their roster currently and they have Nelson Aguilar Jordan Matthews starting receiver <laughs> that still stands true to the up until this past year it seems Jordan um, Matthews, who's on who's on the Eagles roster every other week, and they still had they had Zach Ertz, so they're good. Their offensive line was good, uh, but they really didn't have a go-to receiver. But I'm also looking at the running backs as well. Uh, Ryan Matthews wasn't all that. Great? No, no, he was not. Demarco Murray, uh, was but they down, but they had possibly gone. But they had Darren Sproles, which would eliminate me taking Alvin Kamara because they had Sproles doing basically what Kamara would do. 
There is another bell cow running back that was available. Had some off-field issues. People th- didn't want him anywhere near the state of Florida. Philly's far away from Florida. You're not going to do it, but... <laughs> mm. Which running back are you referring to? A uh, certain one that wears purple now. Oh, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Hmm. For the Eagles, uh, I think I'm going to pick. go ahead and pick uh, Juju. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like Juju. He's fun. He's a good go player. Juju. Go Juju, yeah. Yeah, he's a good player. You know, I still don't think he would have had to be pressured into being a number one right away. I think that, and especially in that offense that, that Philly runs, he it, it would work. Yeah, now the Steelers might not even want him back. Yeah, so why don't we draft John Sherman Smith Schuster? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I remember when he was a high school recruit, going by just John Smith. <laughs> All right, I'm on the board with the Colts now. Malik Hooker is gone. Marlon Humphrey's gone. Trey White is gone. Jamal Adams is long gone. Taking a look at at, at this Colts roster right quick. They they had some issues, man. This was, I think that the, yeah, this was still Ryan Grigson in charge, and oh no, this would have been Chris Ballard's first draft. All right, so we know that Ballard kind of goes unconventional, but all right, let's see what they had. Oh boy, is there some shit on this roster, man. <laughs> this just shows how bad of a GM Ryan Gregson was. All right. So you know how the how the the Colts have like Marlon Mack and they had there was that other running back that they were able to get some some good production out of for a bit. And then they got uh Jonathan Taylor this past year. The offensive line, oh my god, the offensive line is one of the worst things I've ever seen outside of Ryan Kelly and Anthony Costanzo. He really did. Oh my god. How did this team consistently make the playoffs? I have no clue. Dude, it is some certified shit. The secondary is atrocious, but we've just raided the secondary of all of the good players, essentially. There is, there is like, barely any good talent. There is nothing in their secondary. Like, at all. Their best player in the secondary is, uh, Vontae Davis? Yikes. At this point in his career? Before he... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't want a guy who retires at halftime. Dude, their edge rushers were Keem Ayers, Trent Cole, and Robert Mathis. Trent Cole was on his last legs. Trent Cole was on... Trent Cole was on his last leg. Like, <laughs> what? Singular. Robert uh, Mathis passes prime. Yeah. Akeem Ayers, draft bus from another team. They had uh, they had the brother of um, uh, of uh, of Chandler Jones. They had Arthur Jones. I bet you <laughs> forgot that Arthur Jones was was a player, didn't you? Yes, I uh, did. Oh my, good God! Yeah, he's the least favorite of uh, the least f- famous of those three brothers. Um, <laughs> God, there is like there is how other than Andrew Luck I have and TY Hilton I have no idea how this team was a consistent playoff team there is like nothing Frank Gore was on this team because of course uh, 
Did did you remember Frank Gore playing for the Niners or for for the for the Colts? Because I sure as hell didn't. Briefly, <laughs> I legit don't remember that. Um, God, the best corner that was available at the time would have been Gary and Connolly. I am not doing that. Uh, man, it it depresses me because Sidney Jones was was my CB two that year, and he just he hasn't played well because of injuries, man. Oh no, Sidney Jones was my fifth overall player. Lattimore was fourth. That's how that went. Yeah. Not happy about that one. Um God. You know what? Fuck it. I'm giving them Kamara. I'm giving them Kamara because they they needed a Can you imagine Andrew Luck with Alvin Kamara to throw to? Dangerous. Lethal. Dangerous. I don't know if Chris Ballard would do it, but I would. So the only the only other player that came into consideration for that pick was Chris Godwin, who went yeah. round three, man. Crazy. He went behind he he went behind our Darius Stewart and Carlos Henderson. Horrendous. Carlos Henderson now plays for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh. <laughs> And our Darius Stewart plays for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So he went behind two CFL wide receivers. Jesus. Uh, our Darius Stewart, by the way, six career NFL catches. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I got the Ravens next. Um, and I looked at their roster. Dude, Flacco quarterback, Terrence West at running back. Oh, remember Terrence West? They had Steve Smith and Mike Wallace at receivers. <laughs> oh, dude, this would have been a fun team if I had like played Madden back then. I would have loved to rebuild this 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 uh, Ravens team. Well, I'm looking at their defense. It's not horrible. Like no, they, they had, still have they some got, guys. Yeah, Timmy Jernigan on a D line. C.J. Mosley linebacker still had Terrell Suggs, Jimmy Smith, Zedaria Smith. They had Zadarius still. Uh, man, they, they, Ronnie Stanley was in his second year. They, there were some good players on this team. Eric, yeah, Eric Weddle. Darius Webb was a good, like, kind of nickel player for them. Tavon Young was still, you know, relatively decent at the time and not overly paid. Uh, oh, my God. They, the, they had tight ends. Oh, oh, my God. Dude, can you imagine if in 2017... They go George Kittle in 2018. They still get Lamar Jackson. Oh, my God. I don't know if you were going to go that way, but I may have I just convinced you. I was thinking about it. Oh, my God. They had Devin Hester on this team? Wait, what? <laughs> no. Is this 2016? Because I don't see yeah. him. I don't see him. I'm looking at uh, Pro Football Reference, and they have him as a. Are you oh. sure you're not looking at 2017 again? Nah, nah, it's 2016, Baltimore Ravens. I don't remember this. He's not even on the Wikipedia page I'm on. He must have made it before they started cutting folks. Must have. I have Brashad Perriman. Remember him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a trip down memory lane. This is actually amazing. They have Max Williams. They had Dennis Pitta still. Yeah, I'm not going tight end. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to go tight end? Well, no, Dennis Pitta wasn't playing at this point. Remember, he was injured all the time. Mm. 
Dennis Pitta, like, legit stopped playing in, like, 2014. I swear. But he Let's was, see. like... I'm thinking either linebacker or tight end. But where are you going to go with linebacker, man? There's, there's not... Yeah, there's not anything, really. You see what I mean? Like, you got Gerard Davis. You can go Gerard Davis. I, I have a feeling you're not going to go Gerard Davis. Oh, no. Yeah. It's okay. We we know some people that would have gone Gerard Davis because they thought he was Bobby Wagner. Uh, <laughs> oh, but God. we are not those folks. Let's see. Uh... Man, this linebacker class was ass. <laughs> Other than Reuben Foster, who... Well, we're not going to get into Reuben Foster. Um... <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Um, really not any value pass rushers right now. No, but don't... Hey... That didn't stop Baltimore from taking two bad ones. Because they, um, they took Tim Williams this year, who was on, a, weed, who was on a, a diet of nothing but weed and Jolly Ranchers. Um, he was small and bad. He's, he was a third-round pick that has two career sacks and 18 career tackles. Yeah, not good. Um... <sighs> I'm gonna Come go. On. I'm gonna go receiver. Where you going? And I'm going with. Let's see. Is that who I want? Mm, I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup. Oh. Okay, that's not where I thought you were gonna go, but was he? Was he in this class? Yes, he was. Third no, rounder. Was he? You're right. He was. You're right. He was. I thought he was the 2016 class all right what's the mindset behind taking a guy that hasn't made a pro bowler a pro bowl over a couple of guys that have uh i think just based on how the ravens like to build their roster uh they had some aging players uh they really didn't have any like shifty slot players slot guys um which probably makes sense to get like a number one guy but I feel like he he'd be a high volume catch guy for Flacco, uh, and give him kind of a, a safety valve. Some of the and then sports. and then a safety valve when you get yeah. Lamar. Lamar Jackson next year. Now I'm up with the Washington Redskins at pick 17. This was knock it out of the park. He was my number two player this year. It was Jonathan Allen. Shouldn't have been there at 17. So I'm taking him again. He's still there at 17. So next. Is Tennessee next? Tennessee again. Now remember, at five, they went with Marshawn Lattimore. Now they took receiver initially at five. There are still some good ones out there. Still remember, got Corey Davis. Ken- <laughs> still got Corey Davis. You've also got good ones like Chris Godwin and Kenny Galladay. Mm. Oh, dude, can you? I just realized. I know he doesn't fit the need, but Eddie Jackson was a round four pick. That would be fun to pair them. Um, you imagine him and Kevin Byard and Marshawn Lattimore? You're just not passing on this team. No. At all. Ever. Let me think here. just want to take a quick look at Tennessee's roster. If I remember correctly, they were decent but not great. Let's see if there's something else they could have addressed. Yeah, Mariota, DeMarco Murray. The, 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They did have a beaten down to Michael Murray at this point, yeah. dude. Oh my God, their wide receivers. How did they win games with this? <laughs> oh my God, Rashard <laughs> Matthews, Harry Douglas, Tajay Sharp, and Kendall Wright. I know they liked Tajay Sharp, but oh, can we take a second? Uh, remember Jace Amaru from Texas Tech? <laughs> I do. I used to love that guy, and he turned into nothing. He turned into absolutely nothing. Man, they needed a pass rusher in the worst way. Thank God they got one eventually with uh, with Harold Landry. Oh man! Oh God! Remember Kevin Dodd? Is he still in the Is he still in the league? He I don't is even not. know. He is not. He has twelve man. careers. He has twelve career tackles. Man, they had Lawan and Conklin at tackles. Yeah. Dude. Okay. I, I I just looked at this. Kevin Dodd was picked thirty third overall and has twelve career tackles. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Chris Godwin for them. Go Chris Godwin. All right. Yeah, I, that, I'm like you Kenny, know what? I'm like, that go ahead. I was gonna say Chris, uh, not Chris <clears throat> Godwin. Uh, Kenny Galladay. I like <laughs> Kenny Galladay. I just don't think they go that high on him in the first round. I think he's still a second round draft pick in my opinion. All right. So I'm back up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. OJ Howard seemed like a slam dunk at this pick. And I know it didn't matter. It did not matter at any point who was there, whether it was Dirk Cutter, whether it was um uh Bruce Arians. They've just never gotten him involved. And it's not even like he's a bad blocker, but I'll tell you, there's an all-pro tight end that was picked <laughs> in round five that is maybe the best blocking tight end in the NFL and maybe the best tight end in football. It's easy. It's George Kittle. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. We will force old man Arians to use a tight end if we have to. It's not hard. You get a position. You get a guy that's even better than the one you picked it just it makes too much sense. Twentieth, Denver Broncos. You picked twenty-five-year-old Garrett Bowles. That was a mistake. <laughs> Over Ryan Ramchick, my God. Over Ryan, he was the first offensive tackle taken. Still got Cam Robinson on the board. He has not been great. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see what the Broncos needed. Yeah. It's, this is kind of fun because you go back and you see what they need. And you can tell for our listeners, we, we did very little background you know, research on this, but we just wanted to have a lot of fun. And, uh, well, I'll tell you, I'm having a blast. Looking Quarterback? Trevor <laughs> Simeon? What? <laughs> Lynch and was Brock and, and Brock Osweiler again. you got to be kidding me. Were they serious? Were they serious? <laughs> they had just gotten Paxton Lynch, though. I can't go quarterback. You can't, because then all you've got is Trubisky. <sighs> Who's the their rest running? of this class? Sucked. They had C.J. Anderson, D- Devontae Booker, Jamal Charles, and D'Angelo Henderson. Oh my god! Can't pick running back. You really can't. The- C.J. Anderson was really good at this point in his career too. Oh, tight end no. Who Virgil Green? Are we going O.J. Howard? Ooh, might. Let's look at the defense real quick though. Shaq Barrett, a young Shaq Barrett, Brandon Marshall was still on this team. Vaughn Miller. Oh wait, this is this is like still like top notch defense. Yeah, this is still top notch. Yeah, they still had Akeem Talib. They still had 
Chris Harris Jr. Will Parks was still really young at this point, too. Hadn't had his breakout. Bradley Roby was a thing at this point. Hell, Shane Ray was decent back then. Man, this defense was loaded. They just sucked on offense. Oh, my God. Yeah, they needed an offensive lineman badly because their offensive line was Alan Barber, Garrett Bowles, J.J. Dealman, Max Garcia, Cyrus Quanjo, Connor McGovern, Matt Paradis, Donald Stevenson, and whatever an Elijah Wilkinson is. They did not have a lot of good tackles taken in this draft, so I really can't justify taking... uh... (laughs) It's not a good tackle class, man. Cam Robinson might be one of the best available, and that ain't saying much. He was good, but he wasn't, like, good, good. Yeah, we're going to go O.J. Howard. I'm going to go O.J. Howard? All right. So, back-to-back tight ends. All right, now we're into some playoff teams, man. All right, now let me just pull up. This is the Detroit Lions. Now, they went ahead and swung and missed on Gerard Davis, who, in a word, can be summed up as meh. And, (laughs) man... Like, this was not a great defensive class in general. I, I'm i just going to say screw it, and I'm giving them Kenny Galladay two rounds before they actually got him. It's not a bad pick at all. It's not a bad pick at all. He, he obviously would fit the system. All right, now I got the Miami Dolphins. They, oh, I forgot they made the playoffs this year and then drafted Charles Harris. A career 61 tackles and three and a half sacks. Always what you want out of your first round pick, right, Miami? Let's see. Are there any good corners I could pick up? Because they had Tony Lippett as one of their corners. Um, <laughs> I forgot he existed. The former corner, the former wide receiver. Man, it is. Dude, hard we're looking at like Kim. We're looking at like Kevin King, but. But Shaquille Griffin was drafted in round three. Mm. And he's a pro bowler. I see. Yeah. He's he's been good in the NFL. He was an alternate, but he's still a pro bowler. They had Jordan Lewis. Uh Damn man. What what were these teams thinking? My God. I, I kind of want to see what the rest of Miami's roster at the time looked like because I have oh. a feeling we're in for some shit. Well, they they had Tannehill, Jai, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, Kenny Stills. And uh, they really – oh, wow. They had those three guys. Man, can you imagine having – sorry, who were the wide receivers again? Landry, Parker, and Stills. Can you imagine if they still had all three of those guys? Uh, they'd be pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, they would. Deion Sims at tight end? Who was that? He just retired. He just he never stayed healthy ever. Uh, they I need can't. a tight end in the worst way. Oh, they do, but Evan I mean, Ingram is your best remaining tight end. But he's he fits the same mold as, Wait, as Jarvis Landry. When did they draft Mike Gesicki? Uh next year. Ooh. I like Evan Ingram. I played against him in high school. Humble brag. But I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know if he fits. He doesn't, cause he, he's a slot guy, and Jarvis Landry played that role for him. Yeah, instead. Jarvis. I don't think Jarvis slot. or did Jarvis had Jarvis been traded? No, he was traded the next year. Man, 
Uh, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna look in look at the corners again. Um, and this this pick is just like simply just what's left at this point because yeah, point. Th- we're at the point where it falls off a bit. This was not a great class. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Shaquille Griffin. I'm going with Shaq Griffin. All right, so Shaq Griffin goes 22 overall. I'm keeping track of all of this. All right, now we got. The New York Giants. I kind of forgot that they were decent at this point. This is when they got Evan Ingram. I'm just going to keep things exactly the way they were. I'm going to also go with Evan Ingram. I'm, it's weird. 17, uh, 21, and 23 have all gone exactly the way they did in real life. The Oakland Raiders. I'm assuming Gary and Conley doesn't actually go 24th. This is uh, no. an Oakland team that still had Khalil Mack. I can't believe they just traded this man away. Um, All right, so I'm looking at their actual roster from this year. From this year, so the 2017. Now their offensive line was really bad. <laughs> they had Gabe Jackson and Kaleche Assembly, who were legitimately at the time two of the best guards in football. But when your offensive tackles are a toss-up between David Sharp, Marshall Newhouse, and Vidal Alexander. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Cam Robinson on this one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There is no no other pick to make right now. Nope. They Uh, they need a tackle bad. Yeah, their corners weren't terrible. David Amerson was, was a thing for like a year or so. They had Sean Smith. They really liked tall corners at this point because Sean Smith is like 6'4", playing corner, and David Amerson was like 6'2". Six, six they they really like their big outside corners. I'm pretty sure I know who the defense coordinator is. Yeah, this is Ken Norton. Yeah. It's that, it's that same style of defense that Seattle likes. Um, all right. Now, now we've got Houston. All right. So, Houston, that year, oh dear God, alright, so their quarterbacks outside of Deshaun Watson, because we're not, he's long off the board, they had Taylor Heineke, Josh Johnson, and TJ Yates. TJ Yates, man. TJ Yates. Uh, they had a dude on their roster named Chunky, uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Uh, this team has been bad at offensive tackle since forever. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to take Ryan, uh, Garrett Bowles um, in round one. Uh, what is this roster, man? <laughs> Can I retroactively trade DeAndre Hopkins to get him off the roster now? <laughs> or because you can risky, if, if you, Because I swear to God, if you don't have Deshaun Watkins... Oh, sorry, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins is getting the hell out of Dodge as as early as possible. Derek Newton was their best offensive tackle, and he had just had like a traumatic knee injury that basically ended his career. Uh oh good God. Their defense is good because they drafted Zach Cunningham this year. They got Dylan Cole, I believe as a UDFA, in yeah, they got Dylan Cole as a UDFA, who's been good for them in this draft class. Uh, Bernardrick McKinney, who I really like. They, they 
I always forget Bernard kenny has been around as long as he has. Yeah, man, this their offensive tackles that year were uh, Chris Clark and and Derek Newton. That that doesn't that doesn't light my world on fire. Uh, but taking a look at the tackles that were left, there was like absolutely nothing. Like legitimately, there was nothing. Cam Robinson's off the board. Ryan Ramchek's off the board. Garrett Bowles is there, but I don't want Garrett Bowles. Oh my god. Cream. Uh, I am gonna take the best available player, I guess. I'm gonna give them Eddie Jackson. It doesn't help their offense, but the fact that he was he fell, and I know he had knee issues, but that has not mattered in the pros for him. Hmm. I'm not confident at all in that pick. Uh, I'm not going to be confident in this pick either for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, well, hang on. Who do they take in real life? Looks like Malik McDowell. Uh, no, they traded out. Yeah, second round. Yeah, they traded out. This became Takaris McKinley, who had one of my favorite draft moments ever. Remember when he carried the, the photo of his grandmother on stage with him? Oh, yeah. Malik McDowell, I don't, he never played an NFL game. He does not have any career statistics. I remember Malik McDowell. Holy crap, he's younger than us. <laughs> he had like an ATV accident or something and oh, was like man. never able to uh, to play a game. Uh, he's now serving jail time. Um, so Seattle, John, John Schneider, how are you going to one up yourself? Get another running back. <laughs> no, nah, he hadn't started his obsession. Joe Mixon is available. Yeah, but they also have like four running backs on the roster right now. <laughs> CJ Procise, uh, Thomas Rawls. Oh, they liked Thomas Rolls. Yeah, they really did. Let's see. They had Spiller on there. CJ Spiller. At the end of his career. Yeah. This one, they still, quick. this one they still had a Legion of Boom, right? Mm. Or most of them? Most of it? I think they, most of it was still intact. Hang on. Let me check. This is great radio, isn't it? <laughs> this is just two guys having fun. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, their defensive backs. Uh, hang on. We're looking at 2016. So I believe Cam Chancellor had retired. Did he retire that off season? He he retired in. No, they still had Cam Chancellor. Uh, let's see. All right. So their defensive backs that year. Yeah, Chancellor was hurt. Um. They had a dude named Mike Tyson, not that one, uh, Nico Thorpe, Tedrick Thompson. Uh, oh, no, Tedrick Thompson was drafted that year. This was that weird year where Colorado won the, the Pac-12 uh, oh, yeah. division. Yeah, Earl Thomas was still there. Byron Maxwell was still, was I guess, back with them. Uh, Jeremy Lane, I, oh my, I completely forgot he existed, but yeah, he fell off a cliff after well, a while. Well, didn't he get hurt in the Super Bowl? I think so. I think he, he like, destroyed never, his arm? Yeah, never. Yeah, 
Okay, their 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 defensive backs are not bad. They got Justin Coleman, um, who went on to play well for the Patriots. Or no, who got paid very handsomely by the Lions. Sorry, yeah, Coleman then went to the Seahawks, then went to the Lions. Uh, there are some dudes I legitimately don't know who some of these guys are. It's a typical Seattle defense where I don't know who half of these guys are. They had Deion Jordan on this team. Hmm. Their offensive line, to no one's surprise, I mean, Dwayne Brown is by far their best offensive lineman. Uh, they also had uh, Justin Britt, who is uh, pretty decent. Uh, surprisingly, hasn't pl- uh, isn't signed with anyone. Jermaine Effetti, who they had taken the year before. Ethan po- uh no, he was a rookie that year. God, yeah, they're, they're, I don't know how their running backs are not great. They're freaking Seattle, man, just Seattle in general. <laughs> what? How do you solve a problem like John Schneider? Like, well, I'm just looking, trying to see, because the needs they have is like nose tackle, but there's absolutely no good ones. No, there isn't. You can take Dalvin Tomlinson if you really need a nose tackle that, or Larry Ogunjobi. I really don't love either of those picks. No. <sighs> if you really want to take a running back early, there's there's Joe Mixon, who they, they don't mind uh, some, some, some character questions, and there's Kareem Hunt, which, again, if you don't mind character questions. And they got Leonard Fournette, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Leonard Fournette exists still. I'm gonna just go Leonard Fournette, man. You're gonna go Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I just. I think that this would have been looking back on it a way more appropriate uh, landing spot for Leonard Fournette. Well, they have a power running game. That's more of his. That is his game. Yeah. So out of all the teams left, this is probably the landing spot for him. Yeah. All right. I am gonna. I I swear to God, our guy Mello is never gonna talk to me again, because unfortunately, um. Well, unfortunately, Pat Mahomes is not available for the Chiefs. And Alex Smith hadn't had that that injury yet. And maybe, well, okay. If they don't draft Mahomes, Alex Smith stays probably still quarterback to, of that team to this day. Probably. Let's be honest. Yeah, probably. So let's take a look at Kansas City. They were good. They were, I mean, they're not as good as they are now, but on that team... Like, uh, man, they got Tyree Killen this year, too, as a UDFA. Wow. Well, it's understandable. Yeah, he had some, he had some massive character concerns coming out of, coming out of college. Yeah. They, I mean, oh, wow. This, yeah, this was, this was a contending team this year. Like, I'm not gonna lie. This is a good team. Um... I want to give them Joe Mixon for the laughs, but I'm not going to because, I mean, it just fits every stereotype, right? Mm-hmm. They, they had Marcus Peters on this team, too. They had Darrell Revis? <laughs> what? Oh, yes. Yeah, very, very into his career. Yeah, man, this was a, this was a pretty good team. Um, coming back at the board, what's left? Uh, not a lot. There, there is not a lot left. 
damn, there's some shit. There is some absolute shit in this draft. Uh, well, the big problem with the with the with the with the Chiefs now is they just don't have anything at corner, right? Yeah. And sure, some of the corners that we've passed up have not been good. Like you know, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. Alex Smith gets Tyree Kill as a UDFA because I think realistically, with his off field, there's no way that ah oh, Jesus ah fuck this is hard. I'm 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 torn between ty- giving them Tyree Kill. Yeah, I'm just gonna give them Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill goes at 27. The off-field causes his fall. Social uh, media blows up. Yeah, social media blows up, tries to cancel the the Kansas City Chiefs. I also almost considered giving them uh, John Ross for all of the speed. Mm. Probably would have worked out, too. It probably would have. He wouldn't have been as bad. All right, the Dallas Cowboys, Taco Charlton. God. (laughs) Some of these picks are depressing. Let's see. Um, this is the first year of Dak. This is the first year of Dak. And what Zeke. else? And Zeke. Got this Des Bryant what... still. Terrence Williams. Jason Witten had the best offensive line. Uh, whew. Yeah, there were not a defense. lot of needs. There were not a lot of needs. I remember Taco Charlton was supposed to help them become closer to a Super Bowl team. The weakest point of their team is... Oh my god, there are like no freaking weaknesses. I don't remember why they fell off this year, but... Now, Chidobi Awuzie was a second round pick of theirs, and he's still available. Yeah, I was looking at corner or defensive end. Because they're pass rushing people right now. Well, who, who else did they? They had to have a marquee pass rusher, though. Right? Uh, not really. No, they they really didn't. Demarcus Lawrence hadn't broken out just yet. Hmm. Boy. Um. Hmm. Let me see here. Let me go down. Dude, the I'm just there. saying. Dez was at the end of his career. And there's some wide receivers still left. There's still Corey Davis. Yeah, that's right. I didn't take him. Um, shoot. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. Um, hmm. It's really not any corners I would just like for sure take. Uh, we've taken them all. Point, yeah, <laughs> we've taken all of them. I mean, do we have a need at safety per se? Uh, what's their safety position looking like? Uh, Byron Jones was still playing safety, and Jeff Heath. <sighs> I really don't like Jeff Heath though. Yeah, you could replace him. Marcus May is still there. Jabril Pepper. Jabril Peppers. Uh. Justin Evans. 
Then they take Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers, eh? All right. Maybe he. Which, if this if this happens, then then Odell Beckham never gets traded. Yeah. Be because, well, I mean, unless it, there's no trade up, there's because twenty nine is Green Bay. They don't trade with the Browns for Njoku. Let's see what Green Bay had at this point. And man, it, they I believe they got yeah. Aaron Jones was a fifth round pick of the Packers in 2017, and Jamal Williams was a fourth round pick. Huh. You know. This would have still been... Yeah, this is still Ted Thompson's regime. Which means that Gutenkunst isn't there. Which means that they draft receivers on this team. I'm giving them Corey Davis. Which now gives them a, a receiving core of Devontae Adams. They have Jordy Nelson at the end of his career. And then they also get Corey Davis, which means that they're not as desperate now. Yeah. Got the Steelers This one was a next. little easy for me. Yeah. I got the Steelers next. Um, Isn't it sad that TJ that Watt is nowhere close to being available? Oh, God, no. Um, <laughs> I mean... Evergreen statement. Juju's gone. TJ Watt's gone. Dude, they, they, they their really corners a, sucked. Yeah, <laughs> their they, corners sucked. They had a really good draft, like at the top. Mm. This is back when they still had Antonio Brown, Darius Hayward Bay, and Martavis Bryant. Le'Veon. Le'Veon was still there. Like I said, Antonio Brown hadn't gone crazy yet. Uh, man, their defense had Cam Hayward, Javon Hargrave, Stephon Tewitt. Bud Dupree was kind of terrible at this point in his career, though. Um, yeah, this is a draft they take Joshua Dobbs. Good God. I don't even know. Where is he now? Shoot, maybe, maybe, this is, maybe this is a draft they take Trubisky and try to mold him into the future because they had Landry Jones on a roster, too, though. Hey, you know what? It, it would probably beat Mason Rudolph that they... Hmm. Wait a minute. Uh, is Desmond King good? Desmond King? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's been good. Was, I forgot he was... He's a fifth-round pick. He fell because he was... Some saw him as a safety because he wasn't all that fast. Yeah. He had speed limitations. He, uh... What was his 40? He ran a 4.6. Hmm. At 5'10", 200. But if you look at his pro, his pro career, four picks, three of them coming in 2018. Um, you know, he's a solid tackler. They desperately need some corners. Yeah, I'm thinking I might go uh, Desmond King. I'm going to go Desmond King, eh? Wait, uh, maybe maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kevin King. Oh, uh, trust me, man. You do not want Kevin King. Mm. 
You do not want Kevin King. Shoot, maybe because... Marcus, maybe Marcus May. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. You, yeah, I'm gonna you... go with uh, Desmond King. You can go Desmond King. Yeah, yeah. that's probably the best one you could have done. Yeah, uh, Ke- Kevin King was a less good version of Cam Dantzler. Yikes. Yeah, you don't really want that in round one, do you? All right, now who actually picked 31st? This was Atlanta. That's right. Ah, yeah. This is when San Francisco traded up to get Ruben Foster. Yeah. And, um... God, what did Atlanta need? Uh, was this right after 28 to 3? Was this 28? Yes, sir. Yes, this would have been the 28 to 3 year. All right. What did the Atlanta Falcons need? Well, uh they went into this year with Steve Starkeesian as their as their offensive coordinator, so probably a new offensive coordinator. Um Man, this is actually a pretty decent-looking team. There's some shit, but there's always some shit with these teams. Um, man, linebacker is not good. Deion Jones, Duke... Uh, Deion Jones was good. Devondre Campbell was good, but they're still trying to make Vic Beasley a thing. The corners, Desmond Trufon wasn't washed yet. Keanu Neal was in, I believe, his second year. Oh boy. Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman were still really good at this point. <sighs> Tack McKinley may make the most sense, which is weird. Um Man, I'm it's like linebacker, edge. And then it's really hard to kind of just decide what else they need. Grady Jarrett out of that breakout year that year. I know that if I make if I give them like a really good player, you're just gonna stop recording. <laughs> so like part of me is thinking just give them Adam Shaheen. No no no, and... no. You, you can you can give you can give them whatever you want, man. Saints are, <laughs> are up next. So I'm I'm having trouble already trying to figure out what they're gonna pick. Yeah. Uh, man, we, we've taken like all of the, so like, basically if you look at what's left of like the guys that had breakouts, like later in the draft, we're left with James Connor, Tariq Cohen. Those guys do, are, do not fit needs for Atlanta. They're coming off of a near Super Bowl, you know, basically a Super Bowl win that they pissed away. I'm giving them Derek Barnett. Hmm. Yeah, because he's just he's been better than Tack McKinley. And I kind of forgot he was still on the board, so Alright, wrapping up the first round. My Saints. Um No tackle no good tackles are available. You don't. Who did they get? They got Trey White at eleven, right? Yeah. Yeah, they finally get a corner. Um, they don't have any really good tackles available, so they're gonna have to trade for a tackle at this point. Now, would you draft someone like Marcus Williams, who they got later? I think I would have left him where he is. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go Kareem Hunt. 
because he oh. has some of the same characteristics that Alvin Kamara has. And Kamara, yeah, Kamara's long off the off the board. All yeah. right, Kareem Hunt. All right, so we have wrapped up the 2017 redraft. There were some surprises, like you know Mahomes still going tenth overall, <laughs> which I can honestly say I didn't anticipate when we when we start, hit record, but alas, that happened. Um, that's gonna do it for the podcast today, guys. Uh, thank you for sticking through a longer podcast. Um, but as always, I'm your host, Mike Kernishan. You can find me on Twitter at MikeH underscore draft. I just put up a fun article on Monday. It's uh, basically how I would reimagine the um, NCAA's Power 5 conferences. Spoiler alert, nothing happens to the Pac-12. So I threw in the American Athletic Conference. Uh, you can find Devin at D underscore Jackson. Uh, Devin, what are you working on in terms of articles? Uh, I'm going to be working on here soon uh, Adrian Martinez uh, kind of breakdown article, figure out uh, what things you know I love about him, what things he needs to improve, what he needs to do to get himself in draft position this year or potentially starting to, to rise his draft stock. Because after his freshman year, uh, people really were excited about him. So I'm going to be working on that here soon. Um and breaking down kind of what he does best. Uh, probably later in the week, I'm going to break down uh, Michael Penix as well. Uh, I can't seem to get away from the Big Ten Conference, even though we used to exclusively cover that. But I do, I just know those guys, those are like come to mind, guys that aren't as talked about as much, you know, compared to some of the other quarterbacks like Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Um, Shoot, even uh, Sam Howell from North Carolina, uh, some of those other quarterbacks that, that people are starting to, to really fall in love with and, and debate. But uh, my goal is always to find guys that no one's talking about. You do the same as well. Uh, you've been on your, your offensive tackle uh, kind of going through, you know, kind of the, the, the not talked about offensive linemen. I know we know uh, Sine, uh, uh, uh Yeah, yeah. I said his name backwards, um, but we know that he's probably going to be uh, one of the, the first tackles taken off the board. Um, but yeah, uh, just looking into those, some of those big 10 quarterbacks. Um, eventually I'm going to try to get to receivers and tight ends. Um, obviously uh, Pat Fryermuth is already at the top of my list to watch, but I already seen a bunch of them, but I definitely want to dive deeper in, into some of those other positions. Absolutely, man. All right. So um, we're not sure what we're going to talk about next week, but uh, be sure to come back next week, and we'll have probably figured it out by then. So until next time, guys, take it easy.